welcome to Agape Ministries Podcasts, a whole new way of thinking. Episode 133, part two of the talk given by Jean Vanier, entitled A Broken World and the Message of Jesus. beautiful, sometimes terrible, world of computers and mobiles and television. Where do we put our energy? Where is the purpose of God, the designs of God, so that I can, in my little way, in my little place, in my little village or town, that I can be a disciple of Jesus and reveal this vision, this incredible vision. Because Jesus came on one side to reveal who is God, a gentle God. We'll come back, a vulnerable God, a vulnerable Jesus, a lamb came also to reveal something very particular that every person whatever their abilities or disabilities whatever their religion and their culture that every person is precious incredible vision for the Jewish people you see the Jewish people were convinced that they were the chosen people the others were the pagans. They were no good. They didn't have the real revelation. The Jewish people were the only ones who really knew. Jesus came every person. Whether he be the leper or whether they be Samaritans, rich or poor, high priests or rejected from the temple, be they Pharisees or publicans, sinners, people who are caught in the world of prostitution, every person, every person, precious. Every person created by God, made for God. It's an incredible revelation for the Jewish people. It was stunning, it was, and that's why many could not accept that Jesus should come to enforce the strength of the Jewish people, that they could understand. That he could come and liberate the Jewish people, that they could understand. But the liberation that Jesus came was the liberation of my heart and your heart. The heart of the Samaritan woman, the heart of the leper. Yes, the heart of the high priest to liberate my heart from these powers of egoism which makes me feel either that I'm the most important or the most terrible. We saw that with Steve. Either I'm really the center of the universe or I'm no good. And we can very quick flip from aggression to depression. From a sense of being the best 
to a sense of being the disreputable. But to discover it's something else. To be liberated. To be liberated from these walls that surround my heart and put me at the center. At the center in depression or at the center in the sense that I am the best in the center of the world. No. You're not the center of the world. You're not disreputable. You are you. And you are precious. And I love you. And you're important. And you have a mission for our world. You have a mission to bring the face of Jesus to our world. To reveal, yes, that God is present in this messy, broken, unjust, conflictual world where that gap between the rich and the poor is ever-growing, the world where those who have computers and those who do not have computers, the world where the poor are getting poorer and the rich are getting richer, that road in Chile from the airport to the heart of Santiago, nobody crosses that road. The rich are with the rich, the poor are with the poor, each one in their club. Clubs of depression and violence or clubs of feeling that we are the best. Jesus came to reveal something which is stunning. That everyone is important and you are important. I am important. You're all important. In all our fragility and our depressive attitudes, in our fears, we are important, each one. And you are loved. The little boy was going to his first communion in a parish in Paris. After the liturgy, he was a little boy with a disability after the, disabil after the, the Eucharist. There was a sort of family celebration. And his uncle, who was also his godfather, went up to his mother and said, wasn't the liturgy beautiful? The only thing that's sad is that he didn't understand anything. And the little boy heard with tears in his eyes. He said, don't worry, mummy. Jesus loves me as I am. Maybe my uncle doesn't want to be what doesn't want me to be as I am. <coughs> Maybe mum doesn't want to be me to be as I am with my disability. Maybe I don't want the disability myself. But somewhere he knew the truth. Jesus loves me as I am. Are you able to say that? Or do we say Jesus loves me if I'm kinder or nicer or more prayerful if? 
that experience, what experience did that little boy have? What experience did Andrew and John, the two disciples of John the Baptist, when they spent that time with Jesus, what experience did they have? What experience have you had? Which makes you say that I believe. And I believe in Jesus who's calling me, calling me to take my place in a broken world to reveal who God is. Who God is. As you know, I have the privilege over 43 years now of living with people, some with very severe disabilities. Some who cannot talk and cannot walk. Francoise. She came to our community 20 something years ago, 25 years ago. She could not walk or talk. Or rather she could walk a bit, but she couldn't eat by herself. She was incontinent and so on. 25 years later she's weaker, she's blind. She spends a lot of time in her bed. She cannot speak, but there's a little cry. She's precious. And yet, assistants who bathe her body, give her food, saying, being with Francoise, my life has changed. Francoise has led me into a relationship with the different, who's helped me to discover the different within me. She's revealed to me a world of tenderness. You see, when you give the bath to Francoise, when you touch her little body, if your hands are not motivated by a peace which will flow through your hands and touch her body, you will hurt her. So it's important that your hands become gentle and tender. So it's not in any way to, to hurt. Tenderness is never to wound or to hurt the poor and the broken the fragile and the vulnerable. We've just welcomed in the home that I'm living in, Stephanie, 22 years ago, fragile girl. She'd lived in family placement. I said, how was it? And she said, not so good. I, I was beaten up. Beautiful girl, but no roots, no family taken away from her family as a little child. Yes, she has intellectual disability and fragility, but beautiful, she's beautiful. So, as you know, I've been living for 43 years with Francoise or Albert or André or some with very severe disabilities like Francoise, some a bit less like Stephanie, 
incredible parable of Jesus. You remember that parable of the king who gave a marriage feast for his son? And when everything was ready, he sent out the invitation. Come to the wedding feast. Everything is ready. And all the people that were invited, I'm sorry, I have no time. I am busy because I bought land and must build on it. I have to marriage my, prepare the marriage of my daughter. I bought a pair of oxen and must use them and try them out. I have no time. I'm caught up in short-term projects. I have no time for the wedding feast. I have no time for Jesus. I have no time to meet the God of love. I have no time. So the king is deeply wounded. You could read that in the 22nd chapter of Matthew or the 14th of Luke. Go out into the highways and the byways. Bring in the poor, the lame, the disabled, the blind. The wedding the wedding meal was, was filled. The little and the broken. They are frequently the ones who welcome Jesus because what does Francoise need and what does Stephanie need and what does Albert need? They want relationship. But those people who refuse to come to the wedding feast, what do they want? Is social acceptability, power, wealth. It's not relationship they want. And yet our God is the God of relationship who's come to help us to enter into relationship. Where do you live? Would you believe it? We will be coming back to that. That Jesus lives amongst the poor and the broken. He comes to live in that part of my being where I'm broken and poor. Not in the place of power, but in the place of littleness. Our God is an incredible God. Not the God of power, though we do say in the creed that he's all-powerful. Yes, it is true. But the all-powerful one has become the little one who says, I love you. Do you love me? And the vision that Jesus has come is a vision of unity and peace for our world, our village, our church, our churches, bringing people together, not through power, but through littleness and humility. Bring people together in love. And you can't do it by yourself. You can't. But I'll give you the Holy Spirit. I'll give you a new power. You will discover something new. That I can change your heart of stone into a heart of flesh. And your face can become the face of Jesus. 
your being can become the being of Jesus. And like Jesus, you can bring people together. Teaching our world that forgiveness and compassion is the heart of everything. To develop, yes, our intelligences, but so that our intelligence be at the service of love and relationship. Our God is a little God, hidden in little people, hidden in Francoise and Stephanie and many others, hidden in our own brokenness. So I call you today to look at your desire. What do you want? I call you today to remember the first time you met Jesus. And I call you today to ask that fundamental question, where is Jesus today? So thank you for taking the time to listen to these episodes. Our prayer is that as you listen and reflect on these teachings, that you'll be encouraged to continue your journey, to maximise your potential, to have a good and a happy life. So sign in again next week for more teaching on how you can follow the Jesus way to experience your life is filled with meaning, purpose and joy. So God bless and stay safe.